Isaiah Rashad, the house is burning. Burning. Okay. So we're going to do this album review of Isaiah Rashad's new album live. I messaged you today. Uh, what's the first thing you messaged me about this album? It was, it was, it, it's more of an emotional one. Like it, like it hit you. Um, yeah, it did hit me because do you know the concept behind the name of the house is burning? No, tell me. So the concept which Isaiah felt, felt around it is that his life, everything was, uh, everything in his life was on fire and he had to choose whether to sit in that fire or move on from it. Like he was making the whole concept of round. If you have to leave your house, do you go back to grab all your possessions or do you just be like, fuck it. I need to fucking move on from this shit. So a lot of it's just a lot of growth for Isaiah, a lot of leaving behind things that he might not have wanted to leave behind, but it was all for the better of growth. So it's, it's, it's a lot of just, you know, not being stuck in comfortable places because, you know, Zay's, I feel like Zay's pretty introverted. I feel like he, he definitely gets into very comfortable situations and he's gone through some shit like we've oh yeah yeah it's been you know his history more than me uh but alcoholism is that right i'm not sh- too sure but pro- probably i know he definitely had some addiction troubles with a but i'm not exactly sure what so what do you think he had to kind of let go of like what was he representing like the house is on fire what are some of those things you're referencing well, yeah, I think he definitely had to let go of some of the addictions because maybe he enjoyed the addictions. Maybe he felt that that was a part of who he was because, you know, a lot of people that have addiction problems get that sort of mentality. Like like a lot of stoners will be happy to be, you know, they like that because that's a part of their identity or a lot of people that are, mm. would be, I don't know, do ketamine, like that, that becomes part of their identity. So, yeah, I think, I think a lot of it as well as maybe actually... Yeah, um, my train of thought has gone. Okay, so that's the thing. When you're addicted to something, when you do something very commonly or consistently, it does form part of your identity. And so there's kind of this symbolic letting go of those habits or that part of you. It's like a death a death of an old part of you. And so is that where the house is burning title comes yeah. from? Yes, definitely. It's about moving on. Okay. And it's, it's been about growing. Five years. Five yeah, it's years. It's been a long fucking wait. But was it worth it? You bet your fucking ass it was worth it. Don't ever rush your shit. Don't ever rush your shit. And he had said he had to cut like 30 tracks from this album as well. So he, 30? He had a lot of, he worked on a lot of, yeah, he said he tracked, he cut like around 30 tracks that didn't cool. make the album. Because we're looking at 16 songs, but and we're looking. And all of them were first sampling. We're looking at a succinct 48 minutes. Mm. And did you hear the track they did with Schoolboy Q that didn't make the album? Did he put the single out for? Yeah, it was a video. Yeah, bro. And it was fire. I think it didn't make the album because of maybe sampling issues or maybe it'll be on the deluxe because Isaiah's hinted that there will be a deluxe version coming out. So five years later, we see what artists do very rarely, particularly really like prolific, but not that known. Isaiah Rashad is not known in the mainstream, at least to my estimation. He's, it's like he is known, but not enough. Like he's just, he's just got a heavy fan base. Like his fans really fuck with him because they connect. And also like, it's just very hit or miss. Like if you've watched Fantano's review, like people either get it or you just don't get it. It's a certain style and a certain type of 
personality that shines through his hazy laziness, but I don't know. Like I fuck with it, but obviously like a lot of people just don't get it. Well, if we go back to the Suns tirade, uh, Sevilla demo, I think you may have shown me Isaiah Rashad five years ago, right? Oh yeah, I did. Remember we did the, our best albums of, uh, of 2016. And, um, we did, this is when we were first doing radio together, man. So we filmed this one in the, in the, in the station. And I remember that my top album of that year was Isaiah Rashad Sons Terrain. And I think yours was Jay-Z's 444. <laughs> and then I listened to it. And incredible. Oh, sorry, not Jay-Z 444. That was... No, that was... Sorry, I didn't even correct that was, that you. Was, that was way later. I can't yeah, remember. It was way later. I can't remember what yours was. It might have been The Weeknd Starboy. I think that was that year. And so, like, I love the parallel. We see For the Squire. And then we see in this album... What is it? For the... For the... For the locals. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Headshots. Which Headshots. is probably... Mm, probably my favorite track on the album, I would say. It's just it's just the biggest vibe of them all. Because if you know Zay, he just, he just creates vibes. He's just a vibe. He doesn't switch things up all too crazily. He just knows what he wants to do when he does it. Man, it's funny. It's interesting you say that's your favorite song. That That's... That gets me. Like that is, it is soulful. It is, it hits you in a part of you. Like. Yeah, yeah. Swami's in the building, by the way. What's up, Swami? <laughs> Yo. Yeah, the, the homie, bro. Yo. But yeah, man, it hits you. I remember when I first heard that track and I was just like, it just I just felt like I was listening to Sylvia Demo again, man. And that's what he said. Like, if you've watched the interview with him, he's like, the the person that's interviewing him and he's like, what about this new track? And he's like, it's the one. He's like, it's, it's the one they want. It's the one. It's the it's, one. It's the one knew. they wanted. He knew. He knew it's what the fans, like the, the old school, the, the, the diehards, he knew that's what they wanted. It's, it's not really anything crazy in terms of growth from him, but it's just a fucking jam. It's just a so i'm with you that that's also one of my favorite tracks if not the my favorite track right but mm. who's that female vocalist on um, the end on the end of that one yeah you don't you don't know if anybody listening knows put him in the comments let us know i'd look but i'm going off the cuff today we, we ain't looking at nothing no we know not. that uh yeah i know that amali has a feature and also scissor does on code yeah that's beautiful that is a really beautiful track not as Good as his other features was this, but still a really good track nonetheless. I want to kind of zoom out and be like, in, to in total, like, I love this album. Like, I was just listening to it over and over again in the background. It's such good background music. It's such good. It's water. It's like, it, it, it has soul. It has, like, an energy to it. Mm. And all his albums are like that as well, man. Like, you can listen to them and pay attention, or you can just really vibe to it. But that's mostly what I do. Like, it's really good background music for when you're doing other shit. And so that's honestly how a lot of your favorite albums can climb, because because it's, you know, it's very easy to listen to the background. You listen to it constantly compared to other albums where you won't listen to things constantly. And I find the, the constant ones are the ones that normally stay with you the longest. Albums like this, you think? Yeah, yeah. So, you want to go... You went a little bit through the track list because I'm actually, I can play the songs just a, a tiny second um, of them. Uh, starting with Dark Side. Yeah. Right. Do you remember these songs really that well? Intro. I like also. Yeah, man, I remember them all well. I've listened to this album probably six or seven times. 
Beautiful. Right? So it's kind of like we're walking into the album now. Yeah. Yeah, straight away you get these lovely sampled vocals that are high pitched and then he comes in with very, very Sylvia demo like flows, like not not Sun's tirade. And uh it's just classic Zay straight off the bat. Straight off the bat. And we come into From the Garden with the feature by Lil Uzivert. And I heard From the Garden probably around, I think maybe two years ago, but it was a complete different version, man. So if, you, if you, the original of this song with the, with the same verses was actually a chill song. It was actually a slower tempo and more vibey. So this is like the same song, but they've revamped it. And I think it's better. I, I think both the versions are really good, but like this is such a strong way to start the album because this slaps. Even Fantano said it himself. This is one of the hardest hitting tracks of 2021. Oh, and he, he said that. And he didn't, yeah, and he didn't even like the fucking album, but he could admit that that <laughs> is one of the hardest tracks this Yo. year. So well, that, goes, that goes to show you, man. He came out bussin'. 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 I'm just realizing there's a delay. That's so interesting because you're in Sydney. Usually I talk to people from even Australia and like there's no delay. Your internet is booty. Oh yeah, we got some delay. Probably because my internet's dog shit. Booty. I've been working on it. So. Yeah, Uzi did kill his first Swami. Uh, he went fucking in. And then we come to Rip Young. Mm -hmm. Who's Young? Young who? There's a lot of Youngs out there. That could be what it represents. I I haven't looked into the, oh, the details. The okay. details of this like track, like symbolic. But... No. Yeah. But then, I mean, you can you can do a quick little Google if you want. Yeah, and for the people listening and watching this live, you know, mm. you can help us out. But I also right. feel like, uh, you know, the second tracks. That's uh, that's pretty that's pretty hype, but there's not really too much hype after this, in my opinion. I mean, I guess you could say lay with that with Duke Deuce is pretty pretty hype, but nothing on the same level as from the garden. But well, that's why it, it seems a bit out of place in the cohesive sonic palette, but it's still a great song, and I'm not mad. It's there. Not at all. Um, are you talking about Rip Young? Yeah. No, no, no. I I'm talking about from the garden. Feels oh, from the garden. Like sonically, it's not the same energy, but. Mm. It fits still. Like, I like it being there still. It does. I, I think every track fits on this album really well. I think that from start to finish. And even, like, you hear at the very end, in the beginning, there's, there's a tape, the tape flips. So you can hear, like, you know, you've you flipped the tape, you've gone back to the beginning. Like, this, this album's meant to be played over and over again. It's got that whole sort of feel to it. And then we move on to Lay Witcher, but with uh, Duke Deuce. Duke Deuce! Oh, Duke Deuce is great, man. I'm really glad that... Uh, Isaiah got him on for the feature. He he killed it. I mean, oh yeah, Swami just mentioned that Fantano got really bashed for the review. He did. He had more dislikes than likes on this album. He got, and I I I I hate that because you know Fantano always gives his reasoning for his reviews and he makes sense. He even said on this in the review that all the features were better than Zay on this album, and they were. But that's what Zay was going for because Zay's style isn't anything crazy. So so. Is that something he's intentionally vocalized and said he wants his features to outperform him? Or is that just a consequence? Sorry, what was that? Is has Did Isaiah purposely try and do that? Did Isaiah purposely yes, try and make he it? Is. Like, has he, he said that? In, he said it in a Reddit. Because he, he did a Reddit, Um, what are they called? Yeah, the Ask Me Anything. Yeah, yeah he did an AMA with his mum. And um, someone asked him about, did you want the features to outshine you? And he goes, I didn't sort of 
plan for it, but I didn't mind it whatsoever because I wanted to bring the best out of the artist on my tracks. And in my tracks, I'm normally going to be a bit more reserved and chill because that's my style. So, you know, he even admitted that. And he even admitted that, like, he doesn't think this is a classic. He doesn't think he has a classic. And he, he, he admitted, not many artists do this, by the way, he admitted that he knew that he didn't evolve too much in this album in terms of his production and his lyricism. But he said that nonetheless, he came together with a concept that he that was close to him and he worked on that and he's really happy with the product. So I love how open Zay is and how happy he is with criticism. People criticize him a lot and he takes it and owns up to it and responds truthfully. Like it's a rare thing, man. It's very mature. It is, it is, it is. I, I really fuck with him, man. He's a, definitely a role model of mine. I, I fucking love me some Zay. But to even admit that you're not trying to recreate something, like usually we expect that from artists, but what I'm seeing here is like, this is, it's fresh enough. Like people love mm -hmm. his sound. Like people who love his sound, love his yeah. sound, right? And I think they'd right. be happy with more. And we are very happy mm. with this. Oh, I'm, I'm super happy with this, man. I don't know if it's my favorite album of the year. I don't know if it's better than Sun's Tirade, but I don't give a fuck. Right now, I'm just enjoying it. I'm just enjoying some new Zay. I'm, because... You know, the Sun's Tirade was a big part of my life. It did help me a lot. It was such a powerful album for me. And so just getting new Zay with that same sort of feel, it's just, it's an absolute blessing. And he's even mentioned now that he's in a much better headspace. So there probably won't be as much delay for his next record. He already put out a track with Zachary. He's a feature on that if you haven't heard that yet. So uh, I he, heard that. I didn't like that track. Yeah, um, yeah me, me much either. But, <laughs> but basically Zay's more willing to you know, make a lot more music now. He's already, he already mentioned that he wants to make an album with Kenny Beats, but Kenny's pretty busy, so. But yeah, it's, it's good to see him in a better place and wanting Absolutely. to make more music. And being so honest, Cody said, uh, even if this really isn't going to make my album the year, I respect his decision to not overachieve and just be happy with the product. Exactly, that's, that's what he mentioned. And I, I really agree with that. Like, instead of trying to, focus on making it too perfect or too different or too involvement like he's like no fuck it i'm happy with this i enjoy doing this fuck it it's good and it is good yeah i don't i don't know what my favorite album of the year so far is yet but uh this is definitely going to be up there but i don't know if it'll be it but we'll see well if we come now to claymore with smino who also i think dropped Ooh. a nice album Ooh, so this was actually a track that was meant to be on Smino's next album because Smino's album is still quite a long ways away in terms of what he wants to put on there. Uh, he gave it to Zay and Zay kind of switched a little bit and put on his album. So there's a little tidbit for you. But yeah, really good track. Really smooth. Smino's speech is great. That's a good word to describe this album. Smooth. It's very smooth. But that's Isaiah Rashad in a, in, a, in, a nut, in a package. I think the word for Zay is just vibe. When you think of Zay, I think of vibes. That's 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 just it. That's you know what? No one does vibes like Zay. You're right. Does. You're right. I say energy, but it's really like the like the hip hop thing is is vibe, man. <laughs> He's a fucking vibe. Yeah, bro. And then we get to headshots, which we already talked about. We both love this so much. Mm. I just feel like I could bump when that this. Hat comes in. Like you 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 driving down like I don't know, on a sunny day oh. down a mountain or something like Oceanside, California style, and you tops off. It just hits. It just hits. The hook is infectious. The verses are great. The beat is just so damn hypnotic. Hunted. Man. Ooh, it's, I like that. I don't know what more to say about it. 
Cody said, like, you could almost describe this album as smoky, like those kind of places where the doors are oh, yeah, replaced sure. with bead curtains. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like it says, music for the vibers, it's for the smokers. It's, it's, it's <laughs> bead curtains. Oh, what's up, Blobby Thang? What's up, Andy? So then we get to All Herb featuring Amindi. Yeah, so I remember on first listen, I wasn't huge on this track, but by about the third listen, it made sense in terms of the way that it felt with the rest of the album. But I do think it's one of the weaker tracks on this album. You think There's it's nothing on... wrong with it? Yeah, you think it's not as uh, memorable? Yeah, I just feel like some of the Quite repetitive choices are repetitive, but also like I just I could just envision things that I would do differently to improve the consistency and an overall like i guess catchiness because you do get a little bored at certain periods because like you said the repetitiveness but it's still a good track it's just that there's other tracks that are better and when there's better tracks then you're going to compare them you want everything to be on the same level do you have an album that is on the same level like that it's like all right this is like i think push a t minus one track daytona yeah, that's, that's kind of how it always is it's like Kid Cudi Man, The Moon, minus one track. There's like all my favorite albums is always a track that just isn't on the same level. But I feel like if the majority is, that's enough for me. I guess you could say Nasa's Illmatic. I think Nasa's Illmatic, every track's on the same level. That is a crazy album. We could do a, that could be a video in of itself. <laughs> hey, mister. Yeah, homie. <laughs> What's up? We got the two minute track. Hey, mister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 all right. I I strong. I honestly think that the second half of this album is a like a lot stronger than the first half. The first half is good, but the second half to me is just. I just feel a lot more hypnotized, and that's what I come to Zay for. That's not common. That's not typically common in our experience of viewing music. Yeah, man. Like, uh, on, let me look. Let me look at this this track list for a second. So I think from the house is raining. So we're on True Story now featuring J-Rock. So yeah, and, so uh, I think, and yeah. J-Worthy, I honestly think that this isn't one of the strongest tracks either. I think J-Rock's verse is really fucking good and he carries this track hard. But I feel like the rest of the track is, it's still vibey, but I just, I don't know, Hey Mister and True Story was kind of like a little, well, no, actually I liked Hey Mister. All, all Herb and then like True Story was kind of like, I don't know. I felt like it was getting to a bit of a lull, but then I believe from like what you said all the way through to the very end is like flawless. I think that like there is nothing I can say wrong with the rest of the album from that point on. Well, who, who do we have on what you said? We have uh, we have a couple features oh, here. Dochi, Dochi's verse on this is the most memorable thing of this album, in my opinion. It's my favorite part of this entire album. She fucking goes in. Oh shit! It's like she's skipping on the beat. Yeah, and I, I I just love her energy mixed with Zay's as well because they're quite opposites, but it really fucking works on this track. I this is also one of my favorite tracks in the album. I think this would be in definitely top top three. Top yeah, three. that's a very it's like a great dichotomy. It's a great contrast between Zay and Dochi. Bro. I don't even know who the fuck she is. I haven't even listened to other shit. I need to, but this 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 feature was it hit different. Oh, Chad is your favorite, uh, Swami. Yeah, Chad is great. Also, I'm a big fan of YG Tut, and YG Tut is a uh, it's fucking it's fucking crazy. Before we get to YG Chut, the Chut will go to Don't Shoot. Mm. Don't Shoot was great. I love that track. It's so fucking chill, man. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna be saying a lot of. Pretty much the main words we're using a chill vibe, smoky, whatever the fuck, like. 
It's it's so good. I just vibe the fuck out of that track. But this is like knowing what you do good at, right? Instead of trying to reinvent the wheel and like, I'm going to Kanye West it and make a whole new sound every album, right? You, but some artists do it amazingly, like Tyler, right? Even Kanye. Uh, some artists are super consistent, like Isaiah. Like who else? Is, like Drake kind of reinvents himself in a lot of ways. Who else is super consistent? Um, Kendrick. <laughs> Yeah, but thematically and conceptually, he goes to new levels every time. And he still plays oh. with a lot of sound sonically. So you mean someone that's consistent but doesn't switch it up too much? Yeah, but who still will like it's still really good. Like Well, you could say push a T then. I don't think he switches his flow yeah. up or his, his, his yeah, yeah, energy yeah. or his cocaine flows up too much, but they're yeah. always like pretty much on point. He's just production just keeps elevating, but it's still consistent, like with his Yeah, that's a good one. Now, Chad, why'd you tut? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Preacher's Son is super underrated. That, uh, that was a great album. And also his, uh, his EPs that he's been putting out the past two years have all been really good. I've been following YG Tut for a while. He's just, he just creates, he's just, he's got a really strong, deep voice, but he also can actually diversify his flow quite a lot, which will surprise you because there'll be tracks where he kind of keeps like the same thing, but then he'll just surprise you with like different flows. He's, he's he's very talented. And then the hook, he had a the hook on Chad. Uh, if I was a maybe, um, you remember that one? That, I think that's a, yeah. a that's a great hook. Also, I just, I just love the beat as well because it's like I think there's some strings or a, or like a flute or a bassoon. It's like duh, 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 duh. it's like it's really fucking good. It's very oh like the little duh. yep, got it. Because yeah, I'm I'm playing just tiny snippets. You you can't hear them right, but um, you can. I can't hear them, no. Yeah, cool. Well, sweet. So I'm kind of giving myself and the people a little bit of an understanding of what we're saying. Hold it. So now we get the 9-3 freestyle. Which is fire. It's a really uh, zany beat. Like the thing. Yeah. And I think Zaywop uh, switches up his flow on this compared to a lot of the albums. So I think it's a, a breath of fresh air that the album needed. Because he doesn't do that too There's often. A lot more freedom on this track, I feel. Oh no, but, I think he does it often, but I think just a lot of the time, even when he switches it up, they're just quite minimal because his style is quite hazy and slower. And we get to uh, one of my favorite tracks on here, Score, featuring Scissor and Black. Mm, beautiful. This is sensual. This is sexy. Uh, mm. I think, I know you didn't love Scissor's verse compared to her other ones, but um, I think the combination of Zay, Scissor and Black makes for a very like watery sexy song that i can just put in the background and guess what vibe out to oh no i, I like scissor verse it's just all the other tracks that scissors done with isaiah have been like miles above like iconic as fuck man like what warm winds pretty little birds fuck what else do they do oh, sylvia uh jeez pretty little birds is crazy why can't i remember it I'm just gonna look up Sylvia demo. That track's crazy. Turn it, turn it, turn it for the night. There's uh, also Ronnie Drake. Uh, why can't I remember it? And then Black's verse. Look, I'm a sucker for some Black. Uh, oh, West Savannah. West Savannah. Sorry, I just had to remember. That's it. a scissor. That's a scissor feature. Bro, yeah, West Savannah with Isaiah Shad is fucking crazy. Like it ain't on that level, bro. Well, to me, great goddamn song. Very sexy. Love Black's mm. verse. 
Love the combination. Oh, you do love some black. I like black as well. I wouldn't say I love him. I think he's. But we were very different on the album. He's got a really good voice, but I just don't feel like he challenges himself enough in terms of switching things up a lot. Like when I hear his shit, I just what I expect is knowing what I get. Right. And so that's that's probably another artist super consistent to me, but I love every time I go back to. Yeah, that's a good example. He is very consistent. But yeah. I know you didn't love East Atlanta Love Letter. That was one of my favorite albums of 2018. We were very different on that. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that album really at all. Right? So I, I love that. I can still listen to it and I can hear it. No, but oh, yeah, I yeah. love when we're so different. on Because we could be pretty consistent sometimes, but every now and again, we'll just get like... Yeah, true. And I, I really like that. Second last one, Fib. You'll fuck with somebody and I won't. That's cool. Uh, one of my favorite tracks in the album. It's fucking really? so hard. The fucking the fucking beat on this. this yeah, can see the the beat is quite repetitive on this one, but it's my fucking style, man. The fucking organ. If y'all know me, I'm a sucker for organ. It's my favorite instrument. If like that's why Mac Miller faces. It's like such an amazing album to me. Like the fucking sample and the the fucking production and just this whole vibe. Who's that sitting? It's just this track's crazy to me. Like this is the sort of shit that I want to make. That's why I like this track so much. It's just like that's shit awesome. that I would make. Uh, he said about this track, um, because about alcoholism and his substance abuse, that was probably the first track I made for my album. Towards the end of the whole shit, I was thinking about changing the title to something else. But it was like, nah, we can leave that off. I was definitely like the inspiration behind just about the whole soundscape of the album. I wanted it to be like dark and winding sounds, like two or three in the morning. That's a pretty constant theme with my music anyway. I like to listen to shit at night when all my all my obligations are done. I'm a night person when I mix. I'm an uh, I'm an early riser, but when I'm just enjoying music on some vacay shit, definitely nighttime. So it's what he likes to make. Mm. Oh, bro. It's it's fucking so good. And yeah, I'm glad he kept the, the title of the album because it was like the first track which he conceptualized to build an album around ended up being exactly that. So sometimes that's all you need. That's why it's such a good track. And we finish off with one of the longest tracks. Happy to you. Yeah, happy birthday to you. Which to me is the second best track on this album. I fucking love this track so much. I love the switch up. I love the different vibe because the sampling on the first part of this track is so beautiful and he he really does amazing. But on the second half, just it becomes the fucking waltz, bro. Legitimately, the production is very waltzy and his flow is so different. It's an entire entirely different genre almost, man. And I want a whole album with that shit from Isaiah. It's it's such a strong way to finish it because he's, he's showcasing. A different side of him and a different side of what he can do that's really interesting you said waltzy he almost sounds like drunk like he's going in slow motion oh, well, da, da, da. Well, yeah. because the beats are one two three oh one two three one two that's that's a waltz beat man legitimately he switches it up to be waltz it's 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 it's, it's fucking cool you don't hear that shit. i love your your insider production look is just becoming more and more like deep in how oh, you yeah, can bro. look at this I'm uh, I'm learning all this shit. It's great. I love that. Also, yeah, Faces is definitely a classic, man. My favorite Mac album is uh, watching movies. That that album is crazy to me. Look, man, you have loved Isaiah Richard for how long? I don't know, ten years. Uh, shit. Since he dropped Pieces of a Kid. So, fuck. That's like what? So twenty. It's like twenty twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, I think. Wow, Pretty much, wow. almost ten yeah. years, right? I 
think he's a diamond in the rough. He's I think not, so as well. He's not super popular and known, and I I love to to put him out and put it like this video is not going to get like a lot of views. A lot of people aren't going to click it like a big artist, but like it's quality. Hmm. I think I think he's pretty well known now. I, I do agree with you as well. Like you know, he's not crazy big, but I think he's he's big enough now that you know people talk about him. And I <clears throat> I also just really love now that because he's at a better stage of his life, he's more open to interviews. He's more open to talk about shit. He's more open to make more now. So I think that now there's going to be more of a public figure, not crazily amount because he is introverted, but I think people who are fans of him are going to be able to even connect further with him now because people always connected with him, but it was hard to connect with someone that always was hiding so much that you never really got to see who they were except inside their music. So I think we are seeing... We're gonna we're gonna love him even more now that he's you know more out there, especially because of how I mean I didn't really dive we didn't really dive into it lyrically but I, I know thematically he's touching on and reflecting on his substance abuse and alcoholism and his fame, um so with more listens you kind of get a deeper look into his character. Yeah. But uh, all in all, man, I do I do love this album. My first listen was very enjoyable, and every listen that I've had since, I'm picking up new things. And I don't think there's a bad track on this album. There's tracks I don't enjoy as other ones, but there is not a bad track on this album. And that spells an amazing album. I don't think the thing is I don't think any tracks besides maybe Headshots and HP2 are just like head and buffs. Great, like like they're not they're not like crazy level because because it's a very similar feeling of Zade. We're not really having a new invented Zade here, so everything's amazing. But nothing's really above that because it's very familiar. But there's nothing wrong with that. You said it well, man. Not a bad track on here. It's a great album. I loved it. Guys, let us know what you thought of it, where this sits on your top albums. It's one of my favorite albums of the year. And I'm glad he took his time. He's like, fine wine or something. He's just getting better and super consistent. And this is just the vibe, man. What can we say? it's it's a vibe yeah it's uh it's great I'm, I'm excited i hope he drops more music in the next year or two i'm, I'm excited to hear more features um I'm, I'm i'm watching like all the shit he does and uh yeah that's why we just noticed a piece of kid you can hear the the pain and topics compared to how much happy he sounds now that's exactly right in his first two projects you can you can hear the the droning sadness and i guess just the difference inside of him compared to how you can just yeah you can just hear the difference now it's it's crazy the growth it's it's amazing that's it guys we're out of here i'm alexander emmanuel sandalas with jungle beats all the links below if you want to listen and watch these oh yeah yeah what's popping thanks for thanks for tuning in yeah it's uh yeah this is nice it's, it's nice i'm glad that we got to do this because this album is really special to me yeah man uh, i i that's and- another reason why i wanted to do it and also, when Donda drops, you bet your motherfucking ass will be on that shit. Hundred percent will be on that shit. If it drops officially, I haven't listened to. I'm not doing any like these bleak listens or these. I, I've listened to the. I listened to the entire last leak. I, I watched the whole entire concert he did, but I won't say shit to you because I don't want to wreck anything. But soon, soon, very soon. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all joining in. This was good to have you guys. Uh, we'll keep doing these live, and um, yeah, yeah. that's it. We out of here. Jungle Beats. Follow. Subscribe. Stay up to date. Hit notifications so you don't miss these live streams. Mm -hmm. Much love. Much love. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Peace.